Welcome to the Voice Tech Podcast. Join me, Carl Robinson, in conversation with the world's leading voice technology experts. Discover the latest products, tools, and techniques, and learn to build the voice apps of the future. And it's still the only one, and there's no one even claiming to do anything similar to that in this field, I mean. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Voice Tech Podcast. My name's Carl Robinson, and I've got a really exciting topic for you today, conversational components. Today's episode was recorded on the 26th of March, 2020, when I spoke with Yaki Dunit, the CEO of Conversational Components, also known as COCO, and Jason Gilbert, the lead conversation designer at COCO. So what are conversational components? Well, they are modular blocks of conversation, customizable, reusable pieces that you can access via APIs and then fit together in any number of ways to form larger conversational flows. So it's a concept that I've been talking about for a while. I see huge potential in it. And it was really amazing to dive into the details with two of the most experienced and articulate gentlemen in the industry. I also want to say a huge thank you to all our sponsors that have been keeping us going this far. This is now episode 70. Never imagined I'd get this far. This is a fantastic achievement. And it's thanks to the generosity of all the sponsors and the listeners that support the show. So I just want to give a, a quick name check to the to the sponsors that are still contributing each month and allow this show to be possible. Our spoken word sponsors, the premium sponsors that get the, the shout outs in the episodes every month. Manning Publishing, our longest sponsor. Voice Connected Business, the voice conference that's coming up in September. And of course, Score Publishing and the Project Voice series with the Voice of Healthcare Summit being the next one coming up in August. Also, there are the written word sponsors, Instrematic, Read Speaker, Workstreams.ai, VoiceBase, Vocal ID, Bespoken, Trinity Audio, The Podcast Host, Squadcast, Dabble Lab, Pulse Labs, and The Open Voice Network. Thank you so much for continuing to sponsor the show, as well as all the listeners on Voice Tech Pro. Too many to name, but I want to say a huge thank you to you guys contributing each month. I hope you're enjoying the premium feed. It's my thank you to you. If you guys have a product that you want to advertise, you want to sponsor the show and keep it going, you can go to voicetechpodcast.com slash advertise. If you want to contribute as a listener, you can go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro. I've got another great event for you to put in your calendars. It's the Voice of Healthcare Summit. That's right. It returns to the Harvard Medical School in Boston, Massachusetts on August the 5th and the 6th. It's a two-day event presented by Bradley Metrock and the SCORE Publishing team, so you know this is going to be a first-class event, and the topic could not be more relevant at this time of crisis. Many people are looking for a more hygienic user interface and, of course, a turning to voice for this, not to mention one that's more natural and accessible. So you're definitely going to want to check out the latest trends in voice in healthcare. To grab a ticket, just head over to voicetechpodcast.com slash voiceofhealthcare. And if you want to get 30% off the standard ticket price, enter the code voicetechcarl at checkout. Just a quick reminder that full episodes of the Voice Tech Podcast are now only available for a limited time after release. You can get all the full episodes at voicetechpodcast.com slash pro. As a Voice Tech Pro, you get your own premium RSS feed from Patreon, which gives you access to the entire back catalogue of episodes, early access to all the new episodes, as well as exclusive interviews and bonus questions, no ads and higher quality sound. Plus, you'll be helping to ensure that I can keep producing more episodes like this one. So if that sounds good to you, head over to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and sign up today. I'm counting on your support.
Great. I'm very lucky to be joined on the line by two experts in the field of conversation and chatbots. Joining us on the line is Yaki Dunitz, the CEO of Conversational Components, aka Coco, who's been working in conversational AI for more than 20 years now. Also on the line is Jason Gilbert, the lead conversation designer at Coco. Jason's designed and produced text and voice experiences across a wide range of conversational channels, many top tier brands using Coco's NLP solution. So Yaki and Jason, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much for having us. Hey, it's great to be here, Carl. Thanks for hosting us. You're very welcome. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. I've been talking about your product on a number of episodes because I'm really intrigued by the whole approach you guys are taking, the component-based approach. There's a lot of discussion as to whether uh, a pure standalone app model is really suitable for voice apps at the moment. There's problems regarding discovery and all of these things that we can dive into. You guys are taking a, a quite a unique approach, so I'm really looking forward to diving into that today. Just i would give a quick intro on your company, and then we'll dive in, and you can give us the full value prop. Conversational components or Cocos simplify the way we build bots. You guys are based in Israel. The components you build are modular blocks of conversation that collect user data. They're customizable, reusable, and they fit together in any number of ways to improve a bot's performance. And they're accessible via APIs, which you can integrate into larger conversational flows as well. So I hope I got that right. But uh, Yaki, maybe we can start with you. Maybe you can expand on that and give us the, the full value proposition. What is uh, conversational components? First, a correction. Hmm. It's not us who provide the components. We provide the, the arena the place where everything takes place. We are a marketplace for components. We did make sure we have enough components in the marketplace to make it usable already now. We have less than 100 right now. Mm -hmm. And they were developed by different organizations that became experts in the particular areas in which these components operate. So basically, we hope to be a hub, and that's why we call ourselves Coco Hub, a hub for conversations, for short conversations that can be between three or and ten exchanges or turns, as we call them, and they cover a certain area. So when you want to augment the capability of your bot or build a new one, instead of building everything from scratch, you just take the ready-made components and they include everything. They include the entire conversation from NLP to response, which is customizable. So that's just a small correction regarding who is offering the components. Each of the no, absolutely. It's, it's a very important one as well. So you guys are the, the infrastructure that allows people to publish bots that they've created themselves. And also a marketplace, I believe, that allows people to actually sell and profit from the bots that they create, that the IP that they've created. Is that right? Yeah, actually, if we're on corrections, there's another small correction. We don't collect the user's data. What we do is we pass the user data along to the calling bot. Basically, what we do is we just pass information along. We don't have any data secured on our servers we don't store it we don't we're gdpr compliant so it's very important for us to make that distinction that we do not store the information the user information okay it's good to clarify that absolutely so you're the, the conduit you, know, you are the plumbing uh, the for, these, uh, for these right. chatbots the pipe so just to make the, the complete picture if somebody uh, uses some platform to develop a capability in some area it can be a chit-chat area or it can be a goal to be achieved, like get someone's phone number or address or any other type of information that you want to acquire from the user. So if somebody somewhere developed a component which handles that situation and there's a beginning and an end, and he posts this component on the marketplace and Cocoa Hub, somebody else that wants to use it 
doesn't need the code, it doesn't need the bot, it doesn't need anything. It just needs to make an API call to the particular person that posted the component in the marketplace, and it works from there through API calls. So nothing moves from place to place. It's all a matter of mutual queries going back and forth. I see. So, and this is the way in which collaboration can take place in such a crazy fragmented market as we have in the chatbot development platforms. Indeed. And just a question on that. The code that runs, does it run on your servers or is no, every no, individual? No, no. Okay, the, component, so that... the component resides on the platform where it was developed, where it works best, where it can work at all. It is supervised and managed by its owner, and it just receives calls. Of course, we don't post components that are not online all the time or that have poor response time or stuff like that. But in essence, the component doesn't come to the marketplace, nor does it come to the calling bot. It just sits where it is mm. and gives you one response at a time. It handles, it gets control over the conversation and handles it through API calls. I see. So if you purchase or if you use a, a component through Coco, really mm -hmm. you guys are the, the directory and exactly. the plumbing that allows access to that. Yeah, like sort of a switchboard. Yeah, I see. Like a switchboard. Yeah, that's a good analogy. All right, excellent. And of course, so there's the Coco marketplace that allows people to, to search for. So let's dive into the, the features one by one. First of all, if you're looking to build a chatbot, you have a chatbot and you want to add some functionality, you can go to the Coco Marketplace, Coco Hub, I believe that's what it's called, and then you can search for components that you want. So how does that search work at the moment? Is it a free text search? What do you type? How do you sort and, and select the, the component that you want? Well, right now on the Coco Hub, you can you do a free search. You can just go into the search bar at the top and just type in the name of a component. They're also sorted by their purpose. So some components are utility-based, meaning they serve a certain function. One of the more popular ones is a, a namer component or a scheduler component. The, the scheduler component, for instance, allows you to, through voice, schedule an appointment with connects to your CRM, whatever mm -hmm. your organization's CRM, and it lets you schedule through conversation an appointment, which may seem like an easy thing to do, but people have various ways of saying, oh, I can only meet Tuesdays between 11.30 a.m. and 12.30, but only during the month of April. You know, when you ask for a specific date, they don't always give you the exact date. You know, they don't say March 12th. So we've developed the scheduler component, which can handle different ways that users would ask to schedule an appointment. But right. we also have components that are small talk components because we realized that, especially in our open, open domain bots and our entertainment bots, that a lot of people went outside of whatever the use case of the bot was and started asking questions, uh, you know, about, for instance, pets. They asked about the weather or they talked about their pets. And I realized after making so many bots and rewriting and remaking conversation, talking about the user's pet, I thought, well, why don't I just make this into a template and then anyone can use and have a quick discussion about the weather or the pet. They would obviously change the lines of the text we developed these small talk components basically for those situations where the user wants to go outside of the use case of your specific bot. So let's say you're making a bot that sells insurance. You don't really have the time or the resources or even the manpower to build a component and test it, a conversation about pets because you're not expecting that conversation. But with a simple API call to a component, it's already handled for you. So you don't have to really invest any time or resources. You just have to change the lines of the text and you can have a mini conversation with your users about their pets and then drive back to the bot's original goal, which is 
selling insurance or whatever the bot's purpose is. Scheduling the appointment. Yeah, that's really important. I should underline those two then. So it's not only does it save you time performing commonly used functions like scheduling an appointment, but it also allows you to handle all these out of context queries because those have already been developed from other developers as well. And as anyone knows, the number of things that a person can say to a voice interface or a chatbot is almost you know infinite. So you can see the, the network effect basically happening there where the more components are added to the marketplace, to the hub, the more of these situations are handled automatically and the less work that the developer has to do. So I really like that. Let me give you an off-ball example. Mm. Okay, we have a component called meaning of life. Okay, okay? yeah, that sounds like a challenging uh, one. Okay, now this can pop up in one of two situations. One, if the user says something which is relevant to a short conversation about the meaning of life, Mm -hmm. And the other one, in case the bot designer wants for some reason to bring it up, so he just prompts this component. But in any case, it's a five, six turn conversation about the meaning of life. You know, if mm -hmm. there's a digression, <laughs> then in the conversation, you know, they, you could try it. If it works, then the user is amazed by the capability of the bot. So any insurance bot or any bot that does anything could have this sidetrack of the meaning of life. Now, we have discovered that human communication involves something between five and 10,000 different contexts. Okay, you could also, of course, divide each one of them into mini and micro contexts, but general situation or topics of, that can be brought up during a chat is a small number in terms of computing. We're talking thousands, mm -hmm. okay? So that means that what it takes for a bot to reasonably cover, or let's say reasonably pass the Turing test in a way that it will be almost indistinguishable from a human, would be to give the bot access to a few thousand possibilities of conducting a conversation. A few thousand in, in our terms, in a single developer, in a single company even, is practically impossible. And I have to clarify that this cannot be made by using a big data or machine learning. This has to be scripted. It must be scripted. So what is required basically is a few thousand small bots that somehow know how to cooperate and, mm. and, and fire at the right time. Yeah, it's almost the like we have way, social routines built in, you know, when we meet someone, we go through the standard process. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I'm telling you, Joe Sixpack from the Black Hills of Dakota doesn't have more than a thousand. Mm. So I'm saying if you put, if we put our minds to it and if we get 5,000 components in two years in this hub, then it'll be so much easier to create a human-like conversation. All it requires is just take all the efforts that are being made right now in a thousand different directions and give each one access to each other. And that makes all Indeed. the difference. So I have a question around that then. How are they selected for? Because it sounds like you have to at least... I'm afraid that's the end of this episode's free preview. That's right, full episodes of the Voice Tech Podcast are only available for a limited period of time after their release. The full one-hour episode is available to Voice Tech Pro subscribers, along with all the other episodes we've produced. Go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro, where for just a few dollars a month, you can become a Voice Tech Pro and receive a range of exclusive benefits. Voice Tech Pros get more content each month. 
You unlock access to the entire catalogue of full-length episodes, including this episode. You can enjoy extra content, such as exclusive interviews just for Voice Tech Pro subscribers, plus bonus questions in the main interviews. And you also get to hear episodes sooner than everyone else, weeks ahead of their public release, in fact. Voice Tech Pros also get high-quality episodes with no ads and studio-quality sound, and a chance to support the show, and ensure we keep on producing more great episodes like this one. So please go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and become a Voice Tech Pro today.